Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I'm Nicole BZ, and you know everything. And you're really going to know this. This is not anything new. This has absolutely been inspired by the gorgeous people that I get to talk to all day, all week. This has been a very common concept, and I don't know if that's because in the Northern Hemisphere we're on the brink of summer, or if in the Southern Hemisphere we are on in the dead of winter. But there's a there's just a pretty common vibe right now. I mean, also, let's like not get into the existing economic, political, global doom factor that is looming over everybody. But it feels a little hard, like even more effortful than usual. And that's saying a lot. And it's been pretty trendy, I would say, for the past like 10 years to be both hustle harder and anti-grind culture. You know, we've got a lot of... We've got a lot of trends that are kind of crashing into each other right now. And we've got a lot of people and and thought leaders who've positioned themselves as experts who have been, you know, productivity advisors and uh, entrepreneurial operating system implementers and coaches and gurus. And everyone's got kind of a different spin on things. And it's resulted in many of us spending countless dollars and hours trying to be the very best versions of ourselves. And let me tell you, my friend, you got there (laughs) and you realized as soon as you got there that there is much, much, much further to go. And it's exhausting. Now, if you're building a business, if you're investing in your skills as a creative, as an entrepreneur, as a freelancer, if you're taking the steps necessary to expand your freedom and your livelihood and your income streams and your opportunities. Maybe, maybe you're with me on this one. I'm assuming you are because you're watching and listening. (laughs) But I I came to this realization after listening to a bunch of very, very successful, uh, I consider very um, influential and uh, varying degrees of wealth, decide that like, it's just hard right now. And it's kind of like challenging to give a fuck. It feels like two steps forward, three steps back. Old strategies that, that delivered success time and time again, aren't working anymore. And like the hardest part is, is it's feeling a little bit challenging to like give a fuck. So I rec- I realized I had this kind of aha middle of the night, wake up and, you know, sitting up straight up in bed going, Oh, the grind is not a 20 hour work day. <laughs> the grind is not zeroing out your inbox. The grind is not, you know, getting on top of all of your finances and bookkeeping and being the most efficient version of yourself possible. The grind is waking up in the morning and, sh- and getting shit done when you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hustle, the hopamine, the hits, <laughs> they just keep coming. And in order to show up on your worst day, you've got to ask yourself, why? Maybe you're scared. Maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe you're facing some adversity. I mean, if you're not, like, let me know who you are and what you're doing. I'll take two, please. (laughs) Maybe you're burnt out. Maybe you've been canceled. Maybe no one gets it yet. Maybe it's just a bad day. But the question we're going to explore today is how do you keep dancing? 
Wow, that wasn't a real word. Can you tell where I'm at? <laughs> Just kidding. I feel like I'm kind of on the other side of all of this. And I hope to when I'm ever bestowing these um these these guideposts designed to just simply allow you to to pivot to course correct or just to sit down and go huh maybe maybe that that works for me maybe not so the question is is how do you keep going how do you show up even on your worst day and so my first suggestion is maybe don't <laughs> If you're having a really bad day, if you're panicking, if you're feeling completely buried by overwhelm, by stress, by struggle, by impossibility, it's going to be even harder to try and figure it out. So my first guidepost is let yourself off the hook. Just play with the idea. Well, what if I just cancel the rest of my afternoon? What if I call in sick to myself <laughs> What if I take a mental health day? Will the world stop turning? Will everything collapse? Unless you're a doctor, I don't think anyone's going to die. And when we can take ownership of our own energy, our mental health, our emotional stability, our EQ, if you will, or EI, when we can own that and recognize, you know what? I'm going to be a shit worker today. We can, we can course correct in that moment. We can attempt a different activity, taking a fucking nap, go, go take a bath, do something that actually fills your cup rather than continues to drain a completely empty cup. You're not winning any awards being the worst version of yourself. You're not doing good work. Like, do your clients, customers, buyers deserve that? Do they deserve a half-assed product? How do you think that's actually going to influence everything down the line if someone gets something subpar? So if you're watching this, you're probably distracting yourself from that thing that you're freaking out about. And I would say, indulge, continue to distract yourself, Netflix and chill, my friend. That's step one. Now that might take five minutes. Sometimes it's just giving, my self, giving myself permission to quit. That is the thing that I need to do to go, actually, I really enjoy some of my work. I'll do some of that. I've, I've continually got a list like this. And I've generally got about this much space for it. So I get to look at what's the most important thing or what is the thing that feels most in alignment. And, and I, I orient myself to my entire list of activities, especially if I don't want to do anything. And also I don't have that privilege of just taking a nap or canceling everything on my schedule for that day. So then I look for the thing that's actually going to shift my energy so that I can show up for the work that does need to get done. That is a high priority, the best version of myself. That to me is grind. That is hustle harder. And you can only do what you can do. And you can only ever do one thing in this moment. So pick the thing that's going to make everything else easier or potentially unnecessary. And that can literally mean the thing that's going to shift the way that you're feeling in this moment. That was a quote by Gary Keller, by the way, from the, the one thing, not my own words. I've been playing with this idea. I've mentioned this a lot because as I play with it, as I implement it, if it feels hard, if I'm super attached to the outcome, every time I tell myself, just go one more hour, just do one more episode, just answer one more email, just, just schedule one more call, just send one more outreach, I, I recognize I am pushing myself way past the point of success. This is now becoming a debt, a cost, a resentment, a physical pain. No one is making me do that by myself. I'm not proving anything at that point. I'm just delivering subpar work. That is inefficient. 
If you've not played with this yet, if you don't know what your best work feels like, tune into that because anything outside of that is, is coming at a cost. There is a, there is a risk that is being introduced when you are, when you are overextending yourself, when you're putting yourself and your business in debt. That's when I quit. That's when I give up. That's when I walk away is when I am so desperately attached to the outcome. I'm pushing myself beyond. I'm pushing the ones around me beyond. I'm, I'm starting to get like nitpicky and I'm micromanaging. Like that is the, that is not my highest and best work or self. And it, it sucks for me and for everyone and everything around. If it feels easy, like every time I debate getting onto social media, it would be the easiest thing to not do it. That's when I ask myself to go just one step further because I've got it in me. <laughs> in fact, I got a lot more in me. And usually when I take that little teeny baby step, I just open the app. I just like a post. I just write a fun comment. It unlocks something. It, it cultivates that energy that I'm, I'm in need of in order to be effective. Another thing I try and do, and I work with a lot of people on this, and this is, this is one of my uh, much, whereas the, the, the quit when it's hard, keep going when it's easy. That's, that's a newer concept. This one, however, is, is as old as, as my professional career has been. How can I make this fun? Fun is one of my top values. And there are many things in my day-to-day -day work that I do not qualify as fun. However, they connect me to the fun. As an example, I'm actually not a procrastinator. I don't like having a to-do list like this with a million things on it that I know I'm never going to get to. So I chip away at things. That's how I work best. I encourage you to explore how you work best. I've created many podcast episodes about that. So look into some of those. But um, I know that if I, I call it my power hour, if I push through a handful of social media engagements, then I get a coffee. I get to go outside. I get to sit in the sun and read one of my really trashy uh, fantasy novels that I am reading right now. Um, I, I, I bake in rewards so that when this gets done that like I get to have fun and I can time it using like the, uh, I use like 20 minutes on five minutes off, 20 minutes on five minutes and so on and so forth. And then I get a 15 minute break. Now, does that make the activity fun? No, but usually those activities are actually pretty mindless. It's everything that's going on up here about, I hate emails and I don't like doing sensor media. Like that's the hard part. When I release that shit and I just go, oh, it's nine o'clock, it's power hour time. I get another cup of coffee at the end of this and I go get to sit outside and read trashy guys. Like that, that's fun. And then I can, I know how that feels and I bring that feeling into the activity that I'm doing and I get through it so quickly and so easily. And I'm like, pew, 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 I'm amazing. That's how we cultivate energy, right? Bill paying. This is one I talked about for a really long time because I had this huge blocker on my bookkeeping. I wasn't doing my end of month. I was letting my finances kind of slip. Then I had a lot of shame around that. Then it became really hard work. But you know what I do like? Money, honey. <laughs> I ain't going to get no money unless I'm getting paid. I ain't going to get paid unless I'm sending out invoices, right? So in most of my businesses, there's a few where payments are automated, like in the rental properties, uh, property management portfolios. That, that's a little more set it and forget it. But even building out those systems for me is one of my least favorite things to do. However, when I start with what the money is going to connect me to, what the money allows me to do, how I feel when I've got money coming into my bank account, when I check my emails, 
during my power hour and I get to see all of these payment receipts, like that feels, feels pretty fucking great. That feels like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I can, again, like even just talking about it, I get kind of like full body buzzes. Now I go back to my QuickBooks. Don't get me started on QuickBooks. <laughs> I'm looking at you, QuickBooks. Um, and zero, we will soon be friends, but I can bring that energy into the activity. I can fire out a handful of invoices. It usually takes me less than 15 minutes when I'm on top of my shit. When I leave it, it then becomes this three-hour behemoth, so on and so forth. So think about the desired end result. Why are you engaging in this activity? What is this activity going to do for you? How is it going to feel knowing that you did it and you did a fantastic fucking job and you're going to be as successful as you possibly can with it? Now do the thing. And honestly, like... I remember doing this way back in the day when I couldn't pay all of my bills every month. I'd had to choose which bills were going to get paid. I then had to go to the grocery store and keep a mental account of every single grocery that was going into my grocery cart. And then I'd have to go to the che- at the checkout counter. There was usually something that was going to need to get put back because I didn't have enough money for it. And that, that actually... I was going to say that felt really bad, but I'm kind of weird and I don't really mind those things. It was more the idea of like having to keep the mental math that felt hard. And like just knowing like which bill is going to like, which bill can I put off, which bill like tracking that stuff. That's kind of where I fall over. I think lots of people talk about having shame. I'm just trying to be honest with you here. It would probably have been a better story if I had just talked about like how fucking intimidating that made me, but I'm a little weird. It was the actually keeping track of everything. That's because like the details are like not my thing. Right. But What shifted for me is when I realized I get to have a cell phone. At the time, that was not something that everybody had. And that cell phone allowed me to be able to do my business on the road, which opened up. I I wasn't attached to a desktop computer any longer. I could sit there with my used Palm Pilot and send, like, I can, oh my God, you guys, I can distinctly remember the first time I could send an email from my phone while I was at a gig. It was like, I can still feel that sense of exhilaration. I can bring that to me every time I open up my inbox. I can bring in that gratitude for even having the ability to have a cell phone, let alone pay for it. And the fact that I really like electricity, I use this, you know, when I first started making real money and having to pay taxes and when you're self-employed, like you better be saving for those taxes. And, and it's not coming out a little bit from every paycheck, depending on how you set yourself up. But I, 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 don't, don't get me started on the whole tax argument. Okay. Like uh, philosophically I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. However, until we figure out another situation, this is where we're at. We pay taxes depending on how you set your finances up. I see you too. Uh, I like roads. I like the electrical grid. (laughs) I like the, the thought that I could call 911 if I need to. And Ultimately, like I participate in society. I feel like it's the cost of doing business. And ultimately, the only reason I'm paying taxes is because I'm making money. That was kind of my big aha moment. Like, oh, you pay taxes because you make money. That's cool. So these were a lot of silly examples about my own personal experience that helped me transform the the least favorite of my activities, the grind in my day-to-day into things that I willingly and positively did, which got me much, much better results and ultimately made the work so, so, so much easier. So if something feels like a grind, if your work in general feels like a grind, how can you change your approach? And I get we're not designed to be 
masters of all, right? Most of us have a few areas of expertise and then we're like, okay, at some things. And then ultimately we should just not like, I should never do my calendar. I cannot, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, a, a neurodivergence thing going on there. I don't know what my handicap is, but I consistently and, um, constantly <laughs> F up my calendar and I, and I get it. It's a belief. I can reprogram that totally cool. I'm, I'm with you. And also like I fucked up my last live like yesterday <laughs> or last week. Well, yeah. Anyhow, in this grind state in a hustle state, we're probably having to do things we're not good at. I, I, my assistant had a mental breakdown. It was not my fault. <laughs> um, I think as we're creating healthier, more inclusive workspaces, we're also going to be dealing with a lot more what you were deemed as personal problems in the workplace. And one of my people experienced that. I hope that I was very supportive with it, but ultimately, you know, they let me know that they were struggling and I let them know like they should take the time to take care of themselves. And that meant an immediate stop work. And I, I had to take care of my calendar and I, I'm, I know I'm not good at it. I can let people know. I can warn them. I talk a lot about it. I make my weaknesses very, very, very obvious because I'm okay with them. I get that. Like the reason I'm not good at that is also because I have eight different commitments in terms of volunteer opportunities, business and community event, like, um, commitments. I have eight different calendars that I'm working with. A lot of software apps don't even do that, let alone the way that I want to cultivate my productivity and my time. So I'm a, I, I have a unique situation just like you, and I'm not always going to be perfect at it. And that's okay. So to summarize, this was a quick one. Ask yourself, why does this feel hard right now? Is it okay for it to feel hard right now? Creating like a succinct container for challenge. I had one of my mentors offer me this reframe. What if right now is just about rebuilding my financial security? And it's not going to be fun, even though fun is one of my top values. Are we okay with that for a couple months? What if by investing in my family, uh, my business suffers? I'm not saying that needs to be a reality. I would 100% agree that you can have everything you want exactly the way you want it. And also that might not be showing up in this exact moment. Can I accept that? How will I show up in this moment knowing that I might be trading off momentary comfort for longevity and sustainability and success. You get to create your reality and you're co-creating it with everybody else on this earth right now. <laughs> if it feels hard, there are a few different ways, a few very simple ways you can reframe it. Change your situation, change your approach, or accept it and think about what's on the other side of this and bring that desired experience into the now. I think that's all I got on this. I just thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was worth sharing because you see so many people talking about, it doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to hustle. It doesn't have to be a grind. And I totally agree with that. Also, sometimes it might be. And how do we kind of hold, like accept reality, surrender, go limp? Because we know that when we go with the flow, that makes it easier but recognize the flow might be a raging fucking rapid and you might not have a boat or a paddle. <laughs> you might not even have a life jacket, but like it's only going to be a rapid for a few bends in the river and a few rocks. Put your feet out, <laughs> protect your, your, your important bits and pieces 
and go with the flow. So I hope that helped. Maybe if there's the one thing you're taking away from this is it's, um, you're not alone (laughs) and entrepreneurship, creativity, building at some point can be a little challenging. It can actually be really fucking stressful and hard and scary. As soon as you bring awareness to that, give yourself permission, take a break, take a beat, take a pause, give yourself some space to reframe, think about this differently, create some change. And then let go of the wheel, my friend, you're going to be good. You got here. You can look back on every single time you ever thought like, I'm not going to make it. And and yet here you are made. (laughs) It's likely going to take something different to get to the next spot. And you might not know what that is yet. That's okay. Go with the flow. Trust, release. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. Find me in the Discord container. Uh, It is free. Link is below. I'm probably doing something fun online. NicoleBZ.com is where you're going to figure out what that is. And I cannot wait to see you in another fun space. Thank you again. I love you. I wouldn't be doing this without you. 